She's got $7,000 worth of parking fines and loves a long neck. He's an ex-labourer that often misses Triple M meetings for a cashie. On Triple M, it's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Uh, good morning to you, Adelaide. Great to have your company once again. It's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo here until 9 o'clock this morning. A little bit cloudy, a little bit gloomy over the city mm. of churches today, but I'll tell you what, you're in. For just an entertaining couple of hours, I'll say. Hello to you, Lozzie. Hello. You going all right? Yeah, fantastic. All up and about? Just up and about. Mm-hmm. Just feeling just fantastic, oh. as I said, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Dear. And producer Rosie, hello to you. Hi, I'm back. Yes. You're back. That's nice. Yes. You're still in probation, but okay. you're <laughs> kidding. No, week two, loving having you, Rosie. It's uh, uh, going very well. We're having a having a ball. Now, Loz, coming up shortly, um, unfortunately, the Queen had passed away. Well, yesterday morning we found out the, the news and um, it really did. It shocked the state, didn't it? Queen Elizabeth II yeah. has passed away, 96 years old, 70-year mm. reign, one of just all we've ever known. Yeah. Um, none of, no one really alive that I know. I think my dad might have been one mm-hmm. when she took the took the job. So yep. she's the only sovereign we've known. It's 1952, I think it was, which is just crazy. Wild. And we're going to have a king now. Yeah. King Charles III. Mm. Like that just, I don't know, it just feels so strange. It's so new. Yes. That, um, I just wanted to have a little chat about it. I mean- I'm not a um, a royalist necessarily, yep. but I just admire the Queen so much. So a little chat about the Queen. Yeah, we'll do Keep that in, in the next twenty minutes. And the diversity of this show is just uh, incredible. So we'll do we'll speak about Queen Elizabeth II, and then we're going to ask the question: How old is too old for boxes? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm oh. talking underwear, Loz, because yeah. where, well, I found something uh, out about you this week, which is just staggering. That I still wear boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that, but <laughs> we'll get to that after 8.30. Yay or nay next, so brand new segment here on Triple M. When were your parents tight? An incredible story has surfaced this week. We're going to get to the bottom of that in the next 10. Yay or nay. On Triple M's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Yay or nay. So what do we do, people? Yeah, you're net. It's yay or nay. Oh, brand new game, never been done before ever on another radio station at all. <laughs> not at all. Nothing like it in the world. No, not even in this, not in this town especially, but uh, in the world. Uh, a couple of hundred metres away, even <laughs> lost. Um, now we've got producer Rosie on board, who's going to give us situations in life, and we have to say if they're, you know, yay or nay. Are yeah. we for them or against them? Good morning to you, Rose. All right, hello. I've kept them pretty. Look, easy for your first one, nice. I think. All right. We're, we're a simple bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too complex. All right. So, three, we'll go with three yay or nays. Okay. Right. okay. Three yay or nays. You're going to say it, then there's going to be a countdown, and on the buzzer, we've got to say yay or nay. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And explain the situation. Yeah, sure, Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Are you ready? Let's yes. go. Okay. It is show time. Last weekend at the show, Adelaide show. What do you think about date night at the Adelaide show? Yay. Yep. I yep. think it's I think it's a little bit romantic if I'm being honest and it's easy to get away with. So yeah. I'd rather do that rather than go out for dinner where you're stuck Agreed. there and you cannot move. So yep. you can move around, you can do different things, you can cut it short if yep. you need to. I think it's brilliant. I think it's really good too and there's there's plenty of entertainment and distraction and you probably learn a lot about a person. Mm. By how they navigate the show. Are they a tight ass? Yep. Are they happy okay. to splurge? Do they like treat? Are they like going to binge like on stuff? treats? <laughs> treats. Or are they too strict? Fun Was. fact. Do you want a fun yeah, fact? Yeah, go on. My sister got engaged at the show. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, back in the day on the sca- uh, the sky lift, the chair lift. Oh. And her husband, afraid of heights, oh. couldn't get the ring out of his pocket, was so scared. Oh, no. He said, will you marry me? And she started shaking the seat. <laughs> and he's going, you're going to kill us, <laughs> Loz, what's my favourite movie hungover? The Notebook. 
There it is. And they go to the show. They go, they to, go the to the show. The there it is. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, I like that. Let's, right. let's go next. Second one. Blokes wearing underwear at the beach as swimwear. Yay. Nay. <laughs> Nay. I don't know why, but I just don't think it works. Speedos, happy days, but I don't think you can rock the beach in mm. the briefs. I understand that mentality, but I'm pushing against it because I think we have this weird psychological barrier where we're okay with bathers, which are the same as underwear, just a slightly different fabric. Yeah. But as soon as wearing, someone's wearing bras and knickers on the beach, it's it's ridiculous. Like, we can't handle it. I understand that, but we're not going to be changing that in our lifetime, <laughs> so we're going to move on. Okay. All right. <laughs> One more. All right. Oh, all right. I'm just trying to decide which one of these I should go with, guys. Oh, no. She's yay or naying her own <laughs> questions. <laughs> all right. Switching teams for the finals. Okay. Nay. Yay. <laughs> yay. Never. Mate, the Crows haven't been involved in the finals for a few years now. You just have to jump on board someone and oh, run wait, them home. Wait, 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 wait. I have a gradient. I have a list of teams that I go for in an order. So you do then, so you're a yay. No, but I'm not switching teams. Like, I already go for them anyway. So I go for the Dockers, but they're underneath the Crows. If Crows and Dockers were playing, I would absolutely go for Crows, but because the Crows are out, Dockers are my second choice. So the Dockers take on the Pies today, you're going for them. Absolutely. So you're switching teams. And then Brisbane over the Demons, of course. <laughs> well, which was which happened last night, which was a great game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was an amazing game. Yeah. Oh, that result. <laughs> but... Brisbane are fourth on my list. Okay. Under the Bulldogs. Yep. So they're allowed. So I think we're all yang to that. We're allowed to do that. You're allowed to jump on board another team that's involved in the finals. Yay. <laughs> it's a very complicated list. I have a very long, complex list. <laughs> Can you go through it, please? I'm just going to walk out the studio. But... <laughs> when were your parents tight? We're going to get to that shortly. Oh, I've... you mean financially? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. What were you thinking? Oh, I don't know. Just, just tight with each other? Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, we can talk about that if you want. No, I don't think that would make very good radio, Seems mate. a bit sombre, but anyway, <laughs> we'll ask the question, tight-ass parents. We'll do that shortly. So Queen Elizabeth II mm-hmm. uh, passed away a couple of days ago, and she had a 70-year reign. She was 96 years old. It's sort of one of those strange feelings because we've only ever known one queen, really, yep. most people that I know, unless you're over the age of 70. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, you would have been little, little when, when we had a king, so... We've never had a king. Yeah. We've got to change the money. Mm. We've got to change the, the stamps. They've got to start singing God Save the King. You know, those are the sort of logistical things. But I think people will probably really mourn Queen Elizabeth. And I think that the royal family, I don't know if they'll, I don't know. I don't know if she was the glue holding them all together. You're right. But okay. I feel like we're going to find out pretty quickly whether they've, whether she was just a really special, unique person or whether the royal family still has a sort of, uh, important place in our society. But. So this is a real interesting one for me, Loz. And uh, unfortunately, we have lost some some big personalities over the past couple of years. Mm. So Shane Warne was one of them that was a massive one in Australia. Mm-hmm. And Queen Elizabeth II, my phone went nuts yesterday morning, right? From bravado group chats of blokes right? that were straight up and going, oh my God, the, the Queen has passed away. Whereas so, yeah. I didn't think, not in a million years, that would be on anyone's radar of, you know, 25, 26 year old blokes but they're all over it which is it affects everyone this i think that queen elizabeth is just a very liked and respected person mm. um you don't have to be a royalist you don't have to be a monarchist you can want to you you can want a referendum and get abolish the monarchy and still know that she has been a stoic 
somber leader through yeah. some really difficult shit. Mm. Um, and she's got that real amazing ability to keep up and carry on that I don't think everyone has. Mm. And I don't know that everyone in her family has it. Don't know if Charles has it. I don't know how they're going to go. But she's brilliant. I mean, she started before she was the queen, when mm. she was just the princess, they were going through World War II. And she paid for her wedding dress with um, ration stamps. Is that right? So you'd think that a, even the royals had to live off of rations. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. how strict they were on, yeah. on everyone. So she saved up all of her ration stamps and bought the material to buy herself a wedding dress. She worked as a mechanic Did all she? through the war. Is that right? Yep, and a truck driver. Wow. So she can pull apart and put back together a Range Rover. That is incredible. Isn't that incredible? She was a brilliant woman. I'm just going to put a South Australian spit on this, and I heard this actually yesterday, but when she she first arrived here in 1954, Mm. 200,000 people. Two went two hundred thousand people, and this is back in in the fifty early fifties yeah. when that's the pop- more than the population even was. Po- yeah, Where did right. those people the, come the from? The popular, well, Victoria, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but the population was four hundred and eighty thousand people in South Australia, and basically half of them had gone to go see it. Incredible yeah. influence on this. So state. liked, so loved. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know what will happen now, but um, I think we were pretty lucky to have someone like that and experience her as a as a monarch. But may she rest in peace. Loz and Tomo on Triple M. Loz, you know, one of my favourite things mm-hmm. is talking to people about the history of things, isn't it? Like the, to elder gentlemen or elder ladies about the history of, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yep. Like if you, go, if you go into a country pub, you want to find out when it was opened, yep. who ran it, yep. you know, where's the family now? When and... I was talking to the clerk at the Thebby Theatre. Oh, yeah. What did he say? I, I've been every years, but I've seen them all. <laughs> From Nirvana to Reese Masters. <laughs> anyway, I had one of those. I had one of those instances throughout the week, and I'll get to that before eight o'clock. But right now, I've got to talk about this mother who saves money. So two dollar fifty t-shirts. This is over in um, the UK. Yep. So just a normal grey t-shirt. Mm. She irons on a Nike tick oh. onto the left pectori- pectoral of the shirt. <laughs> And uh, nobody can tell the difference she's claiming. And this is the thing with the brands, isn't it? Especially when you're a mm. youngster growing up. Oh, You yes. want the brand name on your shirt or your shoes or your trackies. Well, I grew up, we never went above wave zone in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. We, I had one brand name jumper. It was a billabong jumper and I saved up all of my year's worth of birthday money and Christmas <laughs> money. And I bought this aqua billabong jumper and I wore that to oh. every casual day. Mm-hmm. Every year yep. until my boobs grew and the zip bust. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like Marge Simpson with a Chanel and suit. And then just tied it around the waist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Made sure the billabog was exposed. But so, uh... This is the thing, right? So I had, a, I had a jumper that I was allowed to buy. I saved up my money. It was $50 mm. in, in, the, in <laughs> the surf store. Jetty surf. Yep, that's yep. it. Jetty surf. $50 or I had a nice other jumper that had a, a tiny billabong thing mm. for about $30. And I'm mm. like, nah, I want that one right there with the big billabong. I don't know why, but billabong, Quicksilver, DC was a big one. It gets into your head so young, this bull twang about Mm. brands being important. I mean, you know, this woman buys a a $2 t-shirt and puts a $2 sticker on it. All of those products were probably made in the same sweatshop Mm -hmm. as the actual Nike shirt. But for some reason in our heads, it's a status thing. It's like we need the brand to prove that we're good enough or that we fit into society or whatever. But this is brilliant. Like, oh. When I have kids, I will be doing stuff like this. It's a good way to go about it, but it is also a little bit tight.
It's tight ass parents, and we've all got them, and we've just had to wedge this story around the question we've brought to the table because me and you, we grew up for you know in the Adelaide Hills, and mm. well, we certainly didn't have a whole heap of money to rub together. But no, there was, and you, you're one of four, I was one of three, and uh, things were tight. It's fair to say, mate. One of the famous stories in our house was the reason why my Cabbage Patch doll didn't have eyelashes. So all the other girls' Cabbage Patch dolls had really girly faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine had a really masculine face. Okay. And I found out that mum bought the cheapest <laughs> male Cabbage Patch doll she could find yes. and then went to Spotlight oh. and bought matching wool. This is good. Plaited it into two braids and then sewed it onto the head of my cabbage. This is what we had to do. Seriously. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was one of four. But how much did she save in doing that? I reckon it would have been about 10 bucks and in the night, I mean, inflation, (laughs) $1,000. It was awkward though because mine was the other one with a penis. So it was... (laughs) Tight-ass parents, we're going to do this on 04885 Hit us up with your stories that you were you were really struggling as a kid to get by. Triple M. But right now, Loz, we're talking about tight-ass parents because a woman over in the UK has done something, well... Genius. Uh, genius. In my opinion. Uh, cheap, dis- but genius. Disturbing in mine. She she's buys cheap grey T-shirts from, I don't know, eBay or Amazon, two mm-hmm. bucks a pop, and then she gets a little Nike... Um, iron-on sticker, yep. and she irons it on with a little iron, as you do with iron-on That's things. right, yeah. That's how you do it. Yep. And it just looks like her kids are just kitted out mm. in, in in bougie gear. A little life hack. So I've asked the question, when were your parents tied? I'll, I'll share a quick story, Loz, and you would have heard this one a thousand times. But Rosie, our producer, you're on board, which is fantastic. Right. Mm. Um, so years ago, uh, my old man promised me and my two brothers that he was going to take us on a cruise, okay, as a holiday. <laughs> so a lot of people... A lot How of, old were you at the time? Uh, I would have been about maybe seven. Okay. Because that's what a seven-year-old yeah. wants. Yeah, well, that's a, right. A cruise. An old... Ret- Tired Jewish man Everyone, and a seven-year-old. What do they have in common? Yeah. They love cruises. Yeah. Everyone else is going to movie world, and there I am going on the fourteen day. Anyway, sorry. Just want to relax and get away from it all. So he's promised us he's taken us on this cruise, right? And then he's found out the price of a, of a cruise. Yeah. So you got to fly to Melbourne, or you got to fly to up, Sydney. Look it up first, Dave. Oh, Jeez, Louise. It was horrible. Anyway, so he's then he's then gone. Well, I'm uh, and spoke to his wife and said, I can't let the kids down. I've promised them and take them on a cruise. So what his grand idea was, Rosie and Loz, was uh, <clears throat> he'd take us down to Goolwa. And before the bridge that goes over now from Goolwa to High Marsh Island, mm-hmm. there used to be a ferry. Mm-hmm. He drove the car onto the ferry. He goes, hop out, boys. Here's your packed lunch. We sat on the ferry and stood over at the water. We went back and over five times. And that was our cruise and drove home. Day trip. Completely tricked us into thinking that was our cruise. He's turned a 14-day P&O into a nice little ferry trip in the Magna, if you don't mind. And we couldn't go four feet away from the dog. That was our family holiday. You know, oh, sorry, Rosie. No, I bet you loved it. it oh, yeah, no, great, great. You would have loved it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard that story maybe 15 times, yeah. but... I've never actually thought about before the ferry operator yeah, <laughs> and just how insane your family must have looked. 
you get, you get not? You get not? What are you doing? <laughs> back and forth. Got to go back and forth. One more time. One more time. Oh, tight ass parents. That's what we're after right now. On 04885-1047. So someone's texted and say, my mum's such a tight ass. She saved the wrapping paper from every Christmas, every birthday that's ever happened in our house. No. Reuses them every year. You can see the old sticky tape marks on them. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. I purposely would rip the Shadivas out of my presence just because I would see the aunties and mums come, save the wrapping paper. Oh, the I couldn't take it. Uh, another text has come through here from Jason on 04885-1047. Hey, guys, love the show. Not that oh, Jason. Um, I used to get one pen at the start of the school year every year, and that was all I had. Oh, See, there's a difference between tight ass and just that's grim. <laughs> That's really grim. How much is a pack of Big Byros? Yeah, well, you'd hope it's one of those four prongers at least. And I'd be using green all the time. <laughs> Triple M. This is Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo coming up after 8 o'clock. The Royal Adelaide Show, it's the last weekend of it. But there's a couple of things that are really grinding our gears after 8, Loz. Yeah, that's true. Oh, We're a pack of whinges over here. Yep, that's right. Um, throughout the week, I was with my brother up at, up at Murray Bridge, Loz, and this is one of my most favourite things you know that I like doing is catching up with the, the locals and the elderly people and just talking about the history of oh, yeah, towns yeah. or pubs or what. I don't know what it is, but it's in my DNA, I think. Oh, I think you and me both have it. Yeah. And I don't know, it's there's something about, fi- I want if I go into an old pub, I want to know when it, if it was open, 1800, or tell me it was yeah. 1830. Yeah. Tell me it's one of the oldest in the state. You know, like I want to know all about that. I want to know about the old owners. I mm-hmm. want to know about the history. It, yep. There's just something to it. I don't know. Anyway, so we got caught up talking to this elderly gentleman. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, he would have been about 80, 85, Loz, I reckon, mm-hmm. uh, around that mark. And we were cruising. And because it was so wet as well, obviously, throughout the week, the the the, the conversation, I don't mm-hmm. even know how we struck up the conversation, mm-hmm. but it goes to weather straight away, doesn't it? Of course, yeah. It? It, it goes was to this weather. Mark Rusciuto you were talking to? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a man who, yeah. who likes talking about weather more <laughs> in my life. And the, old, and the old, and he starts off with, oh, God, Port Augusta got smashed, you know, and yeah, I, yeah. I just love that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I was straight up, you know, beautiful. And uh, and I just said, oh, you know, it's a nice spot you got here. You're pretty good with rainfall up at Murray Bridge, you know, mm-hmm. part of the, the Riverland, so they don't mm-hmm. get a whole heap. And he goes, yeah, mate, wouldn't be bloody dead for quids up here. Beautiful. <laughs> and we're like, oh, you know, this wouldn't is fantastic. Wouldn't be dead for quids, okay. Yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> um, he goes, yeah, he goes, I went to bloody um, Germany. And he goes, it was, it was minus 15. And, I, and in, my, in my head, I'm thinking, God, this, like, because I, I haven't really met too many more people that have flown overseas since COVID, all right? And there <laughs> yeah. is, and part of me is a little bit anxious about it. And I'm like, God, get a grip, Tom. I said, there's an 85-year-old man that's gone to Germany, clearly yeah. post-COVID. Yeah, and, and you've been holding back. You've been afraid. I won't even go to KI. <laughs> like, that's where I'm at, mate. Not even on the ferry. And he goes, yeah, so Midas 15 over in Germany. I come back here and it's bloody 28 degrees. He goes, I wouldn't be bloody dead for quits. And I just said, oh, really? I said, oh, mate, when, whenabouts was that? He goes, oh, 1980? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's referenced something 42 years ago like it was yesterday. <laughs> She's got a thing for Bailey Smith and loves a sparkling ale.
He's pestered us enough here at Triple M. Uh, we just gave him a job on Triple M. It's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Eight o'clock, family. Hello to you. Oh four triple eight five one zero four seven to get in touch with the show and uh, reference in the opener there. Sparkling ale mm-hmm. and Bailey Smith. You love them both, Laura. Well, Bailey's dropped off a bit. Yeah, the sparkling never will, <laughs> mate. If anything, my doctor wishes it would. Oh, now no. my mail is you're heading up to Balaclava on Wednesday with the Rush Hour boys, and I'm quite worried about this. <laughs> needs to get a grip. Mm. I can go to an event. Yeah. What I what what is this? Everyone Mate, I've known that... I've known you for about half a decade now and you can't just go to an event, especially when the brekkie radio is on the next Shush day. Up. No, seriously. Oh, pick out the coffin now. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> are you a little bit worried cuz I really am for you. What do you mean worried? Rush hour boys, bus leaving at 10, getting home at 8. Yeah, and Hunting. I Punting? Mm. I'm not even a punter. Yeah, but you will be. My, I, my biggest risk is that I eat too many snacks in the marquee. That's that's all I'm worried about. I'm looking forward Watching to checking, checking in next week. Actually. Okay. Be, well, yeah, you just do that, mate. Um, how old is too old for boxes? And we're not talking <laughs> moving boxes at no, all. We're talking boxers. That's it. So we're talking about that. We'll do that after 8.30. But coming up next, what have you got for us, Laura? Um, I had an intruder in my backyard yesterday and they saw something that they probably shouldn't have seen. Wow. Yeah. Nice hook. Yeah. Let's get into it next. <laughs> Triple M. So I get home from work and I have this sort of immediate urge to completely get into comfortable clothes, like straight away. Yep. So I walk through the door. I barely got through the door. Clothes are on the floor. Like right. everything's coming off. I'm getting straight into my, I've got a big baggy West End t-shirt and mm. a pair of Ugg boots. Oh, perfect. But I'm not wearing pants, but it's a big t- Well, it's a t-shirt that sort of covers your business. Matt, it's, In- been, it's been bloody bitter this week. You yeah. need to be wearing pants. Yeah, but but I also have this dressing gown that I sort of wear. Well, you're wearing the dressing gown. Not yet. Not yet. Because you just said you're in the... Mate, this is a bad mental image I've got at the moment. <laughs> I need some sweatpants on or something. Well, this is the this is the unfortunate part of this story is that there weren't sweatpants, oh, okay? And it's, you'll see why it's important. Anyway, so I'm walking around the house and I, I'm at home by myself. This what? is the privacy of my own home. I should be able to do whatever I want. Mm, here we go. And I decided, oh, I'll get some stuff off the line because I think it might drizzle today. So I walk out in the backyard, grab a few things off the line, and I'm reaching up, which means that the baggy T-shirt is like sort of been elevated. So it's just, Sort of belly button area loss? Not quite that high, okay. but yeah, the breakfast is exposed. I'm wearing oh, underwear. Wow. <laughs> the breakfast <laughs> is exposed. No, 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 no. Wow. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. As they call it. Jingies. Anyway. I'm in the backyard and I've got headphones as well in. So I'm just in my own world. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm hoping like the, the single earbud <laughs> ones, not your big Dr. Dre's with your no pants on. Because <laughs> imagine that for a sight, Rose. We're hanging out the washing, got the Dre's on. Yeah. No pants. Look like some of a few quid short. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say dream girl. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Depends on what you're into. Anyway, I hear the sound that I think might, like I hear a sound that I'm familiar with. And it's the sound of the gate opening. But I know that no one, my housemates at work, no one else lives there. I just think, oh, that's weird. Something sounded like the gate. And mm. then I turn around and I look at the gate and it has been opened. Right. And the meter man is walking in. The meter man. The meter reader. Yeah, um, I know, mate. Is yeah. walking into my property without permission. Just walking in. And I'm there with no pants on because it's my house. Mm-hmm. This is where I live and it, I should be able to wear no pants. It's his meter. It's no. no. He's allowed to read the meter. I think that this is one of the great imbalances oh, in our God. society. This one thing that just does not make sense to me is that meter readers and gas readers can just 
come into your property Mate, without checking. Well, seriously, where do we where do we stop with this complaining with you? Yeah, about the tradies, you always get angry that oh they don't give me specific times with it all. They give me windows with it all. Now someone's just oh, come in to get the job done. Sorry, Should that was a, f- a five hour window. I just wanted to know if I needed to be home or not. That's all. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> How about you just start wearing some pants? I shouldn't have to wear pants at my own house. You're victim blaming me. Oh, here we go. Well, and what's that bloke <laughs> doing now? Surely he's quit his job. <laughs> he hasn't. No been way. Able... I'm going back into Unleash, especially the old dodgy part there. That woman with the headphones on and no pants again. He should be able to speak again soon. Right now, he's just drawing pictures to show his feelings. Something disturbing happened last week. I was playing footy up in the Adelaide Hills and, uh, I don't know, there's some unwritten rules inside footy clubs all over this country. And that is, you sort of have to, you have to get naked to hop into the showers, all right? So the people that wear footy shorts in the showers or jocks... Do you ever feel? Weak. Do you ever feel like when you actually say these things out loud, you realise how messed up it all a is? A little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But you, when when you're inside the cult, mate, yeah. you just have to, you know, you just have to grin and bear it. I it's guess. It's like when Tom Cruise finally comes out of Scientology, he'll go, "Yeah, that was a bit, yeah. was a bit weird, wasn't it? It was. A bit it weird. is. It is strange. You, you you really, I don't know, the respect levels for other people that are in the the shorts. It just doesn't make sense. But this one is even worse. Because it found out. is it just like they don't have the nuts. Literally yeah. to to show their nuts. I don't know. I They're don't know scared. What it is like? So when you're showering, when you're growing up in the, you're playing junior cults or senior cults or whatever like that. You got the you got the shorts on, but as soon as you play senior, I don't know. It's weird. You turn 18, you have your first beer, you shower naked in front of the boys. It's just a series of firsts, yeah, and then ten strange. years later, you lose your virginity. <laughs> Anyway, um, but one of the boys had had his shower and uh, I saw him putting on his, uh, you know, just you see naked people all the time, but he was putting on his um, his underwear. And you were watching like a hawk. That's it. Yeah. Um, but he was putting on. Filming. It was, too. Yeah. Do you want to see it? <laughs> Triple M Instagram. Um, on the story, obviously. I wouldn't embarrass him on the grid. Yeah, that far. Yeah, come, on. come on, mate. Not a total sick. Well, no, only 24 hour. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he was slipping up his underwear, silk boxes yeah. at the age of 26 years yeah, old. Sure, why not? I, I questioned it straight away. I'm like, <laughs> mate, what is going on there? <laughs> and it wasn't like there was characters on it or anything like that. He was just ripping them up, and it was the silk, the silk boxes as well, very, very tough after a shower. <laughs> They get stuck on the inner thighs and the hamstrings and just behind the knees. Yeah. It's not comfortable. No, so yeah. I found it incredibly questionable. Yeah, how dare he break the mould? Tw- it's just not what we do here. No, well, you just put on you put on jocks or briefs. No. Nah. What, what? Briefs, fine. Jocks, no. Jocks are for dads who can't find their pants and they're running around the house oh. on a school morning and toast is burning yeah. and I can't find my shoes and Guess where the bloody hell did you put my bloody pants? I can't find the bloody and he's running around in his jocks, his jocks. and everything's wobbling and around. And they're white. They're always white. Mm. Oh, or like a maroon colour. Yeah, and red. Red. Yeah. Red. Oh, red. Right. And then you got the spider oh. legs hanging out the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm totally with you. What about you, Rosie? What are you on board here? Nah, I don't like the I don't like the boxes. You don't know. No, like, it's just on. a bit, a bit childish. Yeah. So the briefs... and then how do you fit your? Pa- I don't get how you fit your pants over the boxes without like it clumping all up. Oh god, are we about to see what's <laughs> underneath your just, trousers? I was just checking that I'm. Yeah, I'm running. That you're the, wearing I'm underwear. Running, no, no, I'm wearing the briefs. I'm oh. wearing the. I think I'm a brief operator. I'm you're a, a brief operator. Yeah. Who buys your underwear? Uh, my 
uh, fiance Charlie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so it's really up to her, isn't it? What well, is? If it she is. was a, if, she, if Charlie just had a thing for jocks, oh, oh imagine Charles. that. Or silk boxes. What, what what is going on? We're not fourteen, well, are we? It's not like he had SpongeBob characters on him. Yeah. It's not like he had. Well, hang on. So you're telling me <laughs> if you ended up seeing a guy one night and he had boxes on. With characters on it, you'd you'd rather Mate, that than the Y front jocks. If he has a heartbeat, I'm just. <laughs> if he's got a pulse, I'm kidding. One triple three <laughs> five three. If you've got a pulse. <laughs> but right now, lots the Royal Adelaide show mm. last weekend. That's correct. Um, and I don't know. I, Back it, with a vengeance. It is good. It's fantastic. But like, this week's been a little bit, a little bit poor weather wise. But is, it's like this every time. Yeah. Every time the show rolls around, we're like, oh, it seems to be raining. Mm, no, you're it right. It rains every year. Either that or it's a random 30-degree day and you end up with the most sunburnt scalp you've ever had in your life. I think we actually should be changing the time of the show because you're right, it absolutely October. belts down. Yeah, How good would an October show be? Early October. I don't mind that at yeah. all. Anyway. Anyway, so it's back. It's been away for a couple of years and uh, it's fair to say the, the people... Haven't missed out financially. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was speaking to my um, sister-in-law, actually, Maddie, so my mm. brother's uh, wife. She's a care worker, right? So mm. she's taken down a couple of kids, and it's like some of them are their first times that they've ever mm. hit the Royal Adelaide Brilliant. show. Which is, you know, super Special. cool. Super cool. Anyway, so she's she's rolled up there. She's driven there, and she goes, I'll try and get a park around. Because mm. the old Lacornu trick was always good, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you could always, you know, slip into Lacornu and maybe get a, a bed sheet and mm. then go spend eight hours. <laughs> at the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but clearly that's not happening anymore. So <laughs> she's driven past a couple of places and mm-hmm. says, uh, parking here. So she goes up straight out and drives like, G'day, how are you? How much is um, parking? $60 for the day. What? $60 for the day. What is this, Sydney inner city? I've got no idea what's going on. She's like, you've got to be kidding me. Anyway, went a couple of streets back and has paid $15 for the day, which is probably fair enough. It's just another couple of show bags on top, isn't it? But $60... <laughs> To get to the Royal Adelaide show, plus your entry tickets, plus your show bags, plus your rides. Mm. No wonder people can't afford to go. This is a disgrace. Yeah, it's that's that is that almost seems wrong. Like to the point where I'm questioning your your information. A yeah, bit, right. Okay, I have to fact check that. Oh wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, when I so I used to live across the road from the showground. So I lived on La Hunt Street, which sounds dirty, but it's not. Okay, um, just off of Goodwood Road, and really right close to that um, servo. You know the big servo. Yes. Another one. Yeah. Opposite the grounds. And my house was on the corner and just prime parking. Like if I needed to go to the show once a year, it would be great. I'd just walk across. Or if there was a um, a music festival, big day out, all that sort of stuff, I'd just walk across. Anyway, I obviously had a driveway, which was mine, Mm -hmm. which I could use as I please. I came home from work during the show and there was just a car in my driveway. Wow. And I was like... Who's this? So I call my housemate. She says, it's not my car. I don't know. Some dog had just parked in my driveway. Oh, I love it. Without permission. Well, so where, what, what did you do then? I had to park about 15 blocks away. Yeah, and walk back. Walk back in my Foodland uniform like an idiot. And Hair net on. Hair net on, yep. sweating. Pimples everywhere. <laughs> Pimples, disgusting. <laughs> I'd meet, I used to have meat stuck in the bottom of my shoes because oh. I was working in the deli. I'm not kidding when I say this is this is serious. I would be walking down the street and people would be walking their dog and their dogs would come after my feet. 
They'd go, <laughs> and they would try and lick the ham out of the bottom it of the still machine. happens now, Rosie, but it, that's just the gangrene, actually. <laughs> I keep bacon in my pocket. I'm lonely. Anyway, so I walked all the way back home and I just had this red mist. I was so angry, so I just... Egged the Shadivas out of the car so and toilet paper. The car. I egged the car. Did you throw and- some bacon on it too out the sock, mate? <laughs> I sat in the in the front room and I waited and I waited and waited and I waited and a family came back and they sheepishly got they the dad just went, Ugh. like it was Daddy, why have they defiled our car? <laughs> just grinned and bared it. Yeah. The big fella's just handed over five hundred large and now he's got to clean the car when he gets home. Driving home with an omelet on the car. <laughs> <laughs> All day brekkie. <laughs> So this happens every year. By the end of September-ish, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting very toey for summer. Oh, right. So September, I'm getting, like, because it's spring now. Yeah. Sun comes out a few days and I'm keen and I I, st- I, over, I overdo it, I overreact. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually embarrassingly got sunburnt the other day. On Tuesday, it would have been when it was 20 degrees. 20 degrees. It, it wow. was literally the first day of spring. Yeah, it was It was, yep. It was. was embarrassing. And I was walking up and down the beach for a couple of hours. Just, I would occasionally touch my feet in the water and then the, it just got medically unsafe to be that cold. But uh, oh. it was that cold. It was freezing. See, this is the thing uh, with you, though, is you, you go, like, you love every single season change. Yeah. Don't you? I love it. Because- you love the start of winter because yep. you get to put on your big coats. Yeah. I love winter. I love every season because I'm addicted to change. I get bored with everything really quickly. Yeah. So I want new, new, new. And by the end of winter, I am so seasonally challenged Mm. and cold and dry and crusty and pale. I get so pale when I just want to, I just want to break out of the shell and I can't wait for the sunlight. So what I did the other day was with my sunburn as I, it was the first warm day and I just jumped the gun and vacuum sealed all of my winter coats. Oh, and just went for it. Put them under the bed. And then I checked the weather and it was raining all week. Yeah. So, and this is just ridiculous. And it goes into spring as well when Mm. everyone, you know, go, oh no, I hate spring. It's hay fever season, which is a myth. Take a Zyrtec. Yeah, that's right. Deal with it. About our boss, Matt O'Reilly. Riley when he had a day off because of hay fever. He took three days off because of hay fever. Three days off because of hay fever. That's our leader. <laughs> just, just, just wait till you see him with a bee sting. <laughs> <laughs> Cramping his toe. A wasp flew by him and he took a month off. <laughs> oh, I went near a wasp. <laughs> no, but that's the, that's the thing. Everyone like because I'm I'm with you. I, yeah. And it, the vitamin D and it makes you spring, yeah. get a spring in your step and yeah. whatever. But everyone's like, oh, hay fever. Like, come on, give me hay fever over absolutely heaving rain. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, my favorite is the milky pins come out. Oh yeah. And all the ladies do that little layer of fake tan just to sort of soften the blow. Yep. Because when you see yourself in the true light mm. of day with your true skin tone of whiteness when you're <laughs> pale. It is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> You're translucent. I could, I could see my veins and calf muscles. I could see to the bone. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's time for Loz and Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. Giving it a spell for a couple of weeks, mate, but it's back. So how's this game go, please, Laura? Beautiful Rosie's going to give us a category and a letter, and we're going to just say the first thing that possibly pop, like, pops into our head. Yep. Usually we do a trial round. Mm. Um, I'll do it. Okay. Name a street in the CBD, starting with the letter P. Pulteney. Pulteney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm the quiz master. I don't need to play. Right? I don't need to be quick. Now, Rosie, you've yes. heard how this game works. So and I do, but I haven't actually. I mean, oh. I, ha- I mean, I have to admit something. Yes. 
um, before starting in this role, yes. I didn't go listen to every single one of no. your podcasts. No, well, <laughs> So I am very cautious. Like maybe I'm throwing in some oldies in here, but I don't think I am. Doesn't I like matter. this. Right. Doesn't I like matter. This. Righto, let's go. Best right. of five. Best All of right. five. Let's do this. Come on. When it takes glory. A boy's name starting with Z. Zach. Zane. Oh. Oh. Yes. How didn't I get that? That's our old boss's name. Mm. All right. Old Bullzack. There's always a way to de- to degrade someone. Scratchy Bullzack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question two. Something you'd find at the Royal Show, starting with C. Corn. Ooh. Dogs. Or either. Double yeah. answer. Like, just one corn. point. Corn. <laughs> it has the juice. It has the juice. Do you know that song? I really wish I had a grab of that because it's <laughs> everywhere at the add moment. Add it in, add it in. Yeah. Corn. Oh. Do you know? Oh, yeah, I know. The, yeah. The little kid with it. Okay. Yeah, sounds a lot better by it him. It has the juice. All right. <laughs> Something you keep in the fridge starting with P. Pepper. Pe- oh, no, you don't. No. No, no, no. Loz, hang on. Can I come in? Okay. Pastrami. All right. Yeah. She's coming late. <laughs> but she's coming with something we keep People in People do not keep pepper in the fridge. I like my pepper chilled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you have any chilled pepper? This pepper's a little bit too room temperature for me. <laughs> we both said pepper. I know. You're terrible. That's so bad. Awful. Okay, this for the right. win, Loz. Ooh. Okay. To stay in at Tomo. Is this where I bring in the drone? Yeah, drone up, okay. mate. Oh, drone up. All right. Sorry. I had some drama. A colour starting with the letter E. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's getting creative, guys. Come on. I thought I'd throw one hard one in there. Uh, <laughs> essence? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Air. laughs> Oh, no. Envelope. <laughs> I'm taking anything at this point. Like, what about a colour with the letter E in it? Oh, I've got like 10 in front of me. Are you kidding? No. colour starting with the eggshell white. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a win. <laughs> what is this? Eggshell. Eggshell. Ecru. It's like an off-white and there's emerald green. An oh. eggplant is a colour. They're vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you won. Stop complaining. I'm happy, but Rosie, we need to have a chat. That's, beef schnitzel, think... make sure it's the <laughs> colour eggplant. What colour what color are your shoes? Yeah, beef brown. <laughs> <laughs> nice scarf. I'll cut your pork. <laughs> right, I wear out of here for a Saturday morning. Have a great weekend. If you're heading along to the show, make sure you enjoy yourself.